G'day punters, welcome back to the Exotic Punters podcast. Special episode this one, it's our Melbourne Cup preview for tomorrow's big day. It's the race that stops the nation and it's going to be an absolute cracker of a race. So many different form lines. Once again, joined by my co-host Darby Waldron. Darbs, thanks for joining me, mate. No worries, Angus. It's super exciting, isn't it? We're in full swing now in Cup Week. of sensational Derby Day. A few upsets, of course. Uh, with Osmosis getting the cool more and Pride of Jenny getting the Empire Rose and uh, was a very exciting Victorian derby. Certainly uh, for a race that wasn't hyped up too much, we certainly got a, a thrilling finish. But yeah, it looks like to be a sensational cup. And as you said, plenty of different form lines and plenty of international fancies to look at. Yeah, yeah. With derby Day, definitely one to forget for the Exotic Punters podcast. We stunk it up uh, on Derby Day, as well as the Golden Eagle too, which was an exciting finish with the Japanese Galloper um, whose name I cannot pronounce, uh, getting the victory for Josh Parr in the saddle. Um, f- unfortunately for us, Amelia's dual backers, she was uh, very, very unlucky. Um, so, yeah, hopefully uh, it seems to be she's come through the run okay, so there's no real serious injuries with her. No, thankfully there wasn't. And also probably, uh, I think probably the best race of the day, I think, was the uh, the gear kick stakes, wasn't it, with uh... – Private Eye looking home for all money and then Willow pulling in an absolute peach of a ride uh, on Bella Nipotina to get Mara Eustace another big win. And uh, I suppose it's interesting, isn't it? He was sacked from Gear Kick about a month and a half ago and he wins the the namesake of that horse's race. Uh, so fair play to Willow. He's been riding very well recently, hasn't he? It was sensational on the Cox Plate uh, on Mr. Brightside and, and, yeah, and really good on the weekend as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It just goes to show us he's the... Is the Everest, uh, the way the Everest works with the slot holder system, is it flawed or is it not? Because uh, you could argue she should have been in that race after that performance on Saturday. Yes, well, I did say before I felt like she was very stiff not to get a run in the race and I thought she was uh, better than a few competitors that did get in the field. And uh, anyway, it is what it is. I don't think they'd be complaining too much. But, yeah, I thought she was a bit stiff not to get a start. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's move on to the race that stops the nation, Derby. It's the Lexus Melbourne Cup over the 3,200-metre trip. And, gee, what a race it's going to be. At the moment, we've got Vauban on the first line of betting, $4.20. The international galloper for Willie Mullins. Ryan Moore booked a ride. He's had a great weekend at the Breeders' Cup here in the United States, uh, winning the Breeders' Cup turf on August Road in for... Uh, Aiden O'Brien also won the juvenile turf the day beforehand too for Aiden O'Brien as well. So he's had a good weekend here in the States. Hopefully he can win the Melbourne Cup with a Vauban. He's the short price favorite, $4.20. There's a lot of hype around this horse. He's been running super in the uh, in the UK. He's actually won Group 1 races over the hurdles um, in, in the UK. He's been prepped up for this race. They took him over the hurdles to try and keep his rating lower. So then he didn't get a big weight. And then he won, won really impressively at Royal Ascot by seven and a half lengths. Then went to Nars and uh, won there as well to get himself into the cup. And uh, since then, he's been working up an absolute storm at Werribee and also when he had his track gallop at, uh, at uh, Flemington as well. So he's definitely a really interesting one. Doesn't have the flat form lines coming in. The the past international winners or even past winners over here have had, but... Uh, yeah, he's a real hype horse. Um, definitely one to look out for. Yeah, well, certainly it seems like every tips and stuff has 
got him around about their top selection or certainly in the top couple. And I think it was the work at Flemington that just impressed a lot of people. I know I heard Mick Price talk about the work that he saw and he just said he had a lot of respect for what he what he witnessed and the quality of horse that he is. And as you said, you've, you've got one of the best jockeys, if not the best jockey in the world in the saddle, who's won a Melbourne Cup before. Uh, and, you know, this is the target race from the sounds of it. This is the race that this horse has been prepped to run in. And the international form one probably is a bit stronger than what we've seen in Australia and will definitely probably a, a better favourite than Doyville Legend a year ago. Of course, Doyville Legend unfortunately got that wet deck, which certainly hurt you know, his chances while Wilbane's going to get the uh, probably a good four or it may potentially even a good three and it's drawn pretty well. So it has to deservedly the favourite. Uh, I'm just querying at the price. It's short, but I think we're going to get a better price close to the race. I think he's going to jump at about 450. Yeah, I agree with you, Darby. I think we'll get a better price on race day. And as you said, close to the race, I think the, uh, the bookies will try and hedge the, uh, their bets um, and put their money around other runners just to try and uh, cover their losses if he does win. But yeah. And from the, the uh, local Galloper point of view, gold trip, you also, you got to make a case for him. I don't think he'll get conditions to suit uh, yes, he has drawn a very good barrier, but I just think he needs a bit of sting out of the ground. I'd, I'd say by the time race seven rolls around, it'll be a good three, um, which definitely won't suit him. He's at $7 at the moment. Without a fight, it's $6. Uh, he's drawn 16. Bit sticky for Mark Zara, Anthony Sam, Freeman. Uh, but I think this this race sets up really well for him. Yes, he hasn't run well at the 3,200. Uh, where he, he found a wet deck last year in this race. Um but he's not going to get that this year. He, he did get the kilo penalty for his Caulfield Cup win, but I think there's no reason why he can't win this race. Um, and then I know you had a bit of an opinion of Sulcum as well, Darby. I do. I mean, the, the question with Sulcum is certainly how uh, is he going to jump? And he's been battling with that, hasn't he? But the blinkers are off, which is really important. Obviously, Wallace decided that he feels like that may be a way to get him to jump better. He doesn't have to jump amazingly. You just can't miss the start like he did the Caulfield Cup where it was six lengths. Uh, and if he gives up that sort of room, then he's absolutely stuffed. But I think, look, if he only misses it by, you know, a couple lengths, he's drawn well enough where he's a, you know, he's a genuine chance. And I think the Jory Marrera booking is the key. He can make horses do things that often they don't see doing. I know Willow was on the pass, obviously Blake Shin as well, but for me, that's a huge booking. And he hasn't had a bad run or prep. He was sensational in the Caulfield Cup, uh, very good in the Underwood. And, of course, first up, probably Blake Shin had, the, I think, the ride of the spring uh, on him. Uh, so he does get back a bit. He's, I, I think his form one is, and his performances justify the fact that at $10, I think he's a really good bet. Um, and he should run out of the 3,200 and well, and I'm going to back Chris Waller in. He's a grand final trainer. He's probably the best in the country. I have faith in him that he can get his issues sorted for this race. I know there's some doubts. On Gold Trip, I think the concern is just how firm the deck is and the weight, uh, but like uh, like Sulkham has been racing really well, and without a fight, is a different horse than the one we saw a year ago. Since he's gone to the Freemans, he hasn't run a bad race. And, uh, you know, maybe he may just prove to be the, the pick of the bunch. Uh, but the query for me is the 3,200 and the, the draw is very sticky, as you said, 16. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I agree with everything you said about Sokum. The booking of Joe Marrera um, is a huge positive. He was unbelievable in Japan just over the weekend. I think he rode five or six winners, which is just absolutely ridiculous. I think he had a group one win on the Friday night, yeah. and then I think he had six on the Saturday. Yeah, well, someone argued it's yeah. absurd. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the problem with Sulkham, um, and you mentioned him missing the kick, the problem is everyone's banging on about how well he's running, but, you know, he's he's not getting any better with, with his kick. He's actually getting worse, um, which is, you know, which is definitely not ideal. But as you said, we're hoping Chris Waller uh, gets him cherry right for this, and uh, I think he'll have no problems at all with the 3,300 metres, so... I reckon he's a really good bet in this race. Absurd. He's the other Willie Mullins galloper um, who won the Ebor handicap, uh, which is a golden ticket into this race. That was at York over the uh, 2,800 metres. And Zachy Purton, he's booked a ride. He's come over from Hong Kong um, to ride this. And we, it's been well documented. This is the one race he wants to win in Australia before he retires. So, Hopefully he can get that win as well. I think he'll run a good race. He's by Fastnet Rock. He'll appreciate the really good ground. Um, and yeah, Van de Clear as well for Danny O'Brien. He's been going awesome this prep. Second in the Might and Power. Second in the Mooney Valley Gold Cup. Uh, he's been racing phenomenal. Uh, it's a bit of a sticky barrier, but yeah, I think he'll go well as well. Um, it's just a tough race, this one, because I feel like I could go through a lot of these runners and somewhat make a case for them, just with the way the weights are. Um it brings a lot of horses that usually wouldn't be, or you, that usually you couldn't make a case for. You you can now make a case for them just with the weights and how it kind of levels the field out a bit. I guess that's the whole point of the handicap race. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's it, it is the whole point of the handicap race, and it's trying to level the field up. And um, I I think the top the class horses certainly are at the top of the weights as they're supposed to be, and I I think the winner will come out of that bunch. But, you know, the, 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 there's a few queries, just the, a few X factors that could cause a bit of a stumble. We saw on Saturday, uh, if you're on pace, you had a really good advantage. It seems like they just couldn't make up any ground on the straight. Uh, and both of Waterhouse and Bot Horses, uh, Serpentine and Military Mission, they're going to jump and they're going to try and lead. And uh, both of them have been heavily backed in the market. I think Military Mission's in... Open to maybe $64 or something around that market is into $21. So clearly the the track bias we saw on Saturday uh, is, you know, playing into bookmakers' minds about, yeah, well, what about if a horse with a low weight gets forward uh, and just leads all the way and gets gets in the top four? And that's certainly something we could see. And we saw Gay Waterhouse. She was very successful on Saturday. She had two winners, of course. Uh, both of them just got forward and they couldn't catch him. So uh, that's where I think you certainly begin to doubt uh, the horses like a Sulcum, I suppose, who's going to get back and even a gold trip that we'll have to run on a bit and try and make up some ground. Yeah, Serpentine's an interesting one that you mentioned. Uh, he's an English derby winner, this horse. And the way he won that derby, uh, he was a pacemaker. He just went forward and uh, got so far out in front that they couldn't catch him. And he ended up absolutely bolting in this. He's since been gelded uh, unbelievably. Uh, now he's with Gay Wardhouse, and you know you have to think you can't one you can't ask, underestimate Gay Wardhouse, and now he's owned by Lloyd Williams and Co, uh, who's the most successful owner in Melbourne Cup history. You, he's, you, he's only one eight of them. Yeah, you um you can't make a uh you can't knock that at all. So I think he'll go forward, and I, it'll be interesting to see if he tries to uh I guess 
run away with it with the lightweight. So yeah, you can't knock him. And if there was a roughie I wanted to have a bet on in the race at a huge odds, I'd say it would be Serpentine. Um, so yeah, he's definitely an interesting galloper in the race as well. And also more felons who had his first Australian run in the Geelong cup running on well, uh, narrowly been beaten. Jamie Cass got the ride there, 50 and a half kilos. He's another interesting galloper at $31 as well. Um, as well. Yeah. So it's just, as I said, so many different form lines could be here all day, Darby. We could, we could, well, I'll give my top four selections for the race. Um, I've got Solcom on top, as I said. I feel like he's going to overcome his barrier issues with Joma, a book to ride, has drawn well, and I certainly think he won't have any trouble running at a good two miles. So I've got him on top. We've got Verborn second. I'm always get his name wrong. But, yeah, can't uh, you, you can't ignore the fact that this horse has been prepped up for this race and probably has the strongest European form lines coming in of the contenders. Then I've got Absurd at third, the Zach Pert, of course, Willie Mullins. I think, again, should be right there amongst the finish. And I don't think the price differential between the two, I know Volban absolutely smoked him uh, when they competed you know, in the past, but I think we'll see probably a, a smaller gap between the two of them tomorrow. And then I've got Gold Trip uh, fourth. I still think, I know it's a good deck. I know he's carrying the top weight, but J-Mac booked to ride. Uh, he is a class horse, this one. And yeah, I'm not going to, after what we saw on uh, the Turnbull, uh, I think loves Flemington clearly. Uh, and with J-Mac booked to ride and, and Marius is probably the premier staying trainers in Australia, I'd imagine he is right there amongst the finish. So they're my top four for tomorrow. Yeah, mine looks pretty similar, Darby. I've got Vauban on top as my on-top selection. I've got Sokum as my second. Uh, absurd as well from Willie Mullins as my third selection. I've also got Breakup. I'm sticking with him in my top four. Thought he's... Uh, Caulfield Cup one was just okay. Kind of got wiped out of the race by uh, West Wind Blows and Jamie Spencer. So, yeah, and he's also a second-up specialist, this horse. So I, I do want to have a little bet on him as well. And we'll get into that shortly with our $100 play. Uh, Darby, what are you spending your $100 on in this race? Um, well, it's always a tough gig, isn't it? Well, I'm, I'm just – I'm going to have – 15, the win on Solcom and 35, the place. Uh, that way, uh, if he wins, I'll have a, you know, with the 10 bucks, that's a, a decent profit in the place. Obviously, I think you're getting about three bucks to play. So that's my play there. And then I'm also going to have a just a $50 in a box trifecta. So I'll have my first four selections, Solcom for Burn, Absurd Goal Trip, and I'll chuck in without a fight as well. I can't ignore the Caulfield Cup winner, who I'm a big fan of. And, uh, should improve on his performance a year ago in this race. Yeah, I like it, Darby. Um, I'm going to try and split up mine here. I'm going to go 25 on Vauban, the win. Um, I'm going to go 15 on Sulcum, the win. Uh, we'll go 10 on Absurd, the win. I'm going to write <laughs> this down. Um well, that's 50 bucks. Um, another 50. Let's go Go 15 on um, without a fight, the win. 15 on break up, the win. And uh, what's that got me at? That's got me at uh, 80 bucks. It's got you at 80. Um, I've said Sulcum. God, I'm just about backing every runner in the race here. We'll go five on Serpentine. That's 85. And then we'll put the last 15 on. Um, oh, God. 
Um, we'll put the last 15 on Vauban again. So I don't know how much of what well, that's what's that. 45? We'll have to listen to this episode again to assess all that all that numbers. Yeah, yeah. I think that was um <laughs> I think that was 40 on Vauban in the end. So yeah, we'll have to document yeah. that and put it on the exotic ponders <laughs> uh, Instagram page. I've even lost track of my bets there. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be a cracking day, and hopefully I found the winner of the race, all those little side bet stubs. Um, but yeah, yes. it's it's a bloody hard race to find a winner, and it's all I just love watching the cup. It's a great spectacle, and you know the main thing is hopefully all the horses come back safely to the uh, to the stalls after the race. Yeah, definitely, that's absolutely the number one priority. Hopefully, uh, all the best, and everyone has a safe ride. But I'll go with my best bet for the day. So at Flemington, I've gone to race three, number two, Aztec State from the Hay Stable. Mark Zara booked a ride. Drawn 10, thought was pretty good last start. Didn't lose by too much. I think it's going to improve third up. Uh, and look, as, as I said, had a flying start. Was heavily backed and, yeah, just got beaten. And I think will continue to improve. Probably things a bit stronger than opposition here. Um, uh, 230 short, but I think it can build a nice little bank into the day. And also in that race is Queen of the Dragons, uh, who uh, Chris Fomley, uh, of course, our special guest still in the year, uh, uh, horses running, but uh, yeah, my best is number two Aztec State there, and also value. I know there's also this race in Sydney called the Big Dance, and uh, what a load of rubbish that is. But I'm looking at the Little Dance, where a horse by the name of Lock Eagle is nominated. He is currently um, an alternate. So may not get a start. First alternate, I think someone's going to get scratched out, but I think could run a good race at 11 bucks. we're getting at the moment there. Well, 7.50 now, so heavily backed in. Uh, doesn't get a race. Uh, is also nominated for race nine, uh, where I think he's going to be a really hard uh, chance to beat, $2.50. So it was really good first up. Hit the line beautifully, and I think we'll continue to improve with the fitness. So they're my bets for the day. I like it, Darby. My best bet. Comes in race four at Flemington. It's the uh, Super Vobus three-year-old plate down the straight, 1,000 metres. Going the number one, Barber. Uh, he's got really good form lines behind uh, Osmosis, who bolted in the Coolmore on Saturday. Um, so he's been two, just two and a bit lengths behind him every the last two starts. I like him back to the 1,000 metres here. I do down the straight. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be with him. I think $2.80 is a good price, and I think he's the class horse out of all these ones. So, hopefully, we can get the cash because our best bet has been going shitter than shit itself, Darby. Yeah, it's been it's been rough. And the way it was summed up on the hardest punting day of the year, we, who knows, it might actually turn things around because Cup Day historically is tough, and this Melbourne Cup is really tough. But Looking at some of the ra- uh, races at uh, Flemington, I thought pounding as well was a good chance. Um, there was a couple of things in Sydney I didn't mind, Dragonstone in particular. So there's a few out there that look like they could run well, uh, but we'll see. Yeah, hopefully we don't have another massacre like we did on uh, Derby Day, that's for sure. But, yeah, it's going to be a great day of racing. It's usually one of the harder days on the racing calendar to find a winner uh, hopefully we've found some winners punters and it's going to be great to uh, sit down and watch the race that does stop the nation. Thanks for tuning into our special episode punters. Hope you enjoyed and hopefully you found some winners. Mm-hmm.